This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, September 22nd. Corey, it's a Friday. That means we are checking in with activities directors across our listening area. And this week, we are joined by Josh Lee. He's the activities director of Staples Motley High School. Hey, Josh, how's it going this morning? Thanks for waking up with us. Yeah, going well. Thank you. Hey, Josh, let's dive right on into it and talk a, a little volleyball right out of the gate. Off to a 9-6-1 and start, had a 2-0 and week, did the Cardinal Volleyball Program. Hard to believe we're you know at that halfway point or, or maybe even beyond of the volleyball season. What's the breakdown from your perspective of Cardinal Volleyball this year? Yeah, it's a, it's a fun group. They, uh, they're playing really well. They're kind of coming into their own right now. The uh, start of the season, they were figuring out who those key pieces of the team were going to be, who that you know go-to hitter was going to be, and so they're really coming into their own, showing it this week, uh, coming off of a 2-0, or yeah, 2-0 uh, week. Uh, they head into a big week next week. Uh, Wadena and uh, Detroit Lakes both come over here uh, for two big matches, and then on Friday they head over for an afternoon matinee um, against Pine River Bacchus. So next week will be pretty telling for our girls of, of kind of where they're at compared to some of the, the top-ranked teams in, in the region right now. And, uh, yeah, just kind of fighting, setting themselves up to, to make a run at the, the playoffs here. Josh, I had the opportunity to call the uh, Cardinal matchup at Monaga on Tuesday night this week, and I learned kind of an exciting thing about the the Cardinal volleyball program, and I think it's kind of every coach's dream, is it not, to have a foreign exchange student walk in on the first day of practice and say, hey, I want to play this sport, and then they turn out to to fit right in, not trade into the starting lineup on, on top of it all. That's a rare occasion. You hear about it more maybe in football and a kicker, or something like that pretty cool to happen in the volleyball team yeah super fun um tommy's been great she uh like you said she fit right in uh it uh it's been a good transition and and girls kind of uh, all clicking together there and um it doesn't doesn't happen very often where yeah you know a foreign exchange student that that comes in and can make a difference right away um and being as impactful as she is um, but we, you know, we, we welcome, welcome all them all and, and give them the same, same opportunity as, as anyone else. And, um, this has just happened to be where she fit. Josh, switching gears here, we're talking a little Cardinal football. They've had a really nice start to the season. They're 3-0, and and there's a big rivalry game tonight against Pillager. Just what's it been like for Cardinal football this season? Yeah, it's been um, it's been different than than our last couple of years for sure. Uh, this group has really bought in not only to what our coaching staff is doing um, on the field, but outside of the field as well. You know, it's uh, the success that they're seeing this year has really started in the summer where um, they took a different approach to weightlifting this summer and got after it in a way that. I haven't really seen here at Staples Motley in my four years and um, bought into the summer practices. When you uh, go 0 and 9 a season before and you can grow your numbers coming into that next season, it says a lot about what the coaching staff is doing and the culture of the program. So, um, trending in a really, really good, good direction. Uh, as you said, a big one here tonight. Um, Pillager's a, a good team. They're 
you know, they got off to a little bit of a slow, slower start than maybe they expected to, I think. And uh, so they're pretty hungry as well and, and want to prove that they're a top team uh, within our section and our, our region. So uh, it should be a good one over in Pillager tonight. Fun rivalry always with the Staples Motley Cardinals and the Pillager Huskies. And, you know, sometimes with any rivalry, you know, one team might not be in a good position, one team maybe on the ascend. Like, there, it doesn't always work out where both teams, I think, are are in a good spot. And like he talked about, you know, one team's hungry, the other team's 3-0. It, it really has the makings of a good football game tonight, right? It does. It does. I think it's going to be a battle on both sides. Um, you know, we uh, we hope for big things and and prepare well and uh, go out and just let our guys perform. But, uh, yeah, it should be a really, really good one over there. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I married a uh, Staples Motley alum. And on top of it, uh, she was a dynamic tennis player, and that Cardinal tennis program is firing on all cylinders again this year, aren't they? They are. They are a fun group to watch. Um, yeah, coming off of three straight matches, win- winning 7-0. Um, they're up in Thief River. We were hoping that they were going to be able to, to complete a quad up there. Um Yesterday, unfortunately, Mother Nature had different ideas for them, so they were only you know, able to get one match, a complete match in. Um, but yeah, they're they are a fun group to watch, and um, you know, a, a state run last year as a team. A couple individuals had some success down there as well. Um, this group has come back even more clo- uh, close and tight knit than than ever before, and um, they're just excited for each other. Um, constantly cheering each other on, talking on the courts, between the courts, uh, giving encouragement. So um, they're playing tennis at a high level, but they're also being teammates at a high level, which is um, really, really cool to see. And then, obviously, a pretty storied history of runners at Staples Motley. Uh, What's the update? What's the cross-country team up to this fall? Yeah, they – um, they're, they're doing kind of their thing. You know, they're, they're returning on the girls side two of the top runners in class a, um, and then uh, kind of behind them is, is a younger group than we've had historically. And so, um, there's a lot of learning and boys side is, is a little bit in experience. So they're, they're kind of figuring some things out. Uh, their motto kind of this year has been teams might beat us early, but we'll win when it counts. And so, um, they are preparing and have their sights set on uh, postseason running. Uh, today, they're down at the U, uh, uh, the U of M uh, for the GRAAC meet. Uh, so they're, they're hoping to kind of test, see where they're at um, at this point in the season down there, um, and then just focused on training and getting ready to be um, contenders at the end of the season. Hey, Josh, anything else going on with Staples Motley Athletics or Staples Motley Activities uh, that you want to mention while we got you here? I mean, we're just uh, we're just building. You know, we're we've uh, been in a state where uh, we've had programs that have been successful throughout the the seasons. Um, as you said, said cross country has uh, been kind of our dominant one in the fall. But it's really really fun to have uh, all four of our programs just in a really good spot, growing uh, not only as as individuals but uh, you know growing together too. I think the biggest thing is the support that um each program has for the others you know kids in the hallways kids at at contests uh they're showing up for each other and it's really cool to see 
the support all the way around. We, we appreciate that community support, support as well. Um, they've shown up in big ways this fall, and so we hope we can continue that as we head into the winter season. It is Staples Motley Cardinals Athletic Director Josh Lee. He's joining us live on the morning sports desk this morning as we take a check around all of the athletic directors and activities directors across our listening area. Hey, Josh, thanks for joining us this morning. It was great to get to chat with you and catch up on Cardinal Athletics. Thanks for coming on, and we look forward to talking with you later in the school year. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. So, Corey, let's uh, shift gears here and and, uh, talk a little bit of what we have on the broadcast schedule tonight. Well, we'll have those Staples-Montley Cardinals on the road at Pillager this evening. It's a 6.40 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Listen on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM, The Fan. Uh, Tyler Grunwald will be there with all the action as he has been all season long. And uh, for you Cardinal fans, uh, Tyler just does an awesome job on those uh, uh, Cardinal broadcasts. So make sure you tune in, support uh, support that program, support what Tyler's doing. We're really happy to have him uh, on board on the fan uh, all football season long. And then, of course, on 105.9 FM, the Superstation K106. Tonight it is Parker's Prairie at Wadena Deer Creek football. That is a 640 pregame with a seven o'clock kickoff cj's got all the action there hey yeah. uh, it should be another uh well it's it's a friday night of football baby what's more american and better than that friday night lights as dan put it earlier and yeah i mean we got a couple good football games on tap and also the twins could clinch the division today so there is all three of our stations today Corey, have some really great sporting action going on so you know whether you're watching one game all the way through, whether you're flipping through all three uh, today, it's uh, it's really fun. You don't always get that on a Friday night, you know? Should we talk about the Twins, by the way? I mean, there's how cool this is the game to be at. You pick one game in the entire season to be at. You should be. You should go to the Twins game tonight because if they win, they win the division, and then you get to party with the Twins players at Target Field. Wouldn't that be sweet? Do you think they let you into the clubhouse, or you think uh, you think that maybe security stops you on the way in? That's a really great question. I think if you carry a clipboard, they might just let you in. Uh, yeah, we've learned from experience. If you look official and carry a clipboard and just put your head down and go, look like you're you're going somewhere. Right. It's amazing how people <laughs> just let you go. Uh, it's like, I don't know, he looks looks busy, I, I I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, the Twins can clinch the division tonight. Cleveland lost, or Cleveland won, excuse Cleveland me. Cleveland won, yeah. They beat Baltimore 5-2, to two, so that's fine. Uh, the Twins will just have to earn it themselves, which they're playing the Angels, who have lost nine out of their last ten ball games yeah. coming into today. Yeah. Uh, Otani's cleaned out his locker. Uh, you know, th- this is our, uh, like, bi-weekly reminder that the Angels are one of the worst-run organizations in professional sports. Yeah. Um, they keep cutting. So there's, you know, like that story of, like, why it took Otani so long to go on the IL and why it took, and why they're still, like, refusing to put Anthony Rendon on the injured list despite the fact that he's like, I got a broken foot, uh, is because, actually, uh, if they don't want to, they're already paying those guys, and they don't want to call up minor leaguers because then they'd have to pay them the major league salary. So what they're doing is they're suppressing that by keeping guys on the bench and just not using them. Mm-hmm. So that way they can sneak in underneath the luxury tax because when Otani leaves, they'll get a higher draft pick in compensation right. for that. So they're trying to game the system here. As your annual reminder, that uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim got gifted the two greatest players in our sports history yep. of baseball. And they won't even have gotten a winning record 
with those two on the team in five seasons. Yep. That couldn't happen. Albert uh, Pujols played with them at one point, too. Oh, yeah. Let us let us not forget that. Uh, There's right. three bona fide first ballot Hall of Famers. Mike Trout is, is going to go down in history as one of the ten greatest players ever ever in the game. Uh-huh. And Otani is probably going to be number 1. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. And Pujols is a first ballot Hall of Famer. All three of those guys were on one team. Yeah, and they couldn't they nothing couldn't, to show for it. They couldn't even win more games than they lost. And they typically weren't close either. It's insane. And they don't have a farm system. They don't want Anyway, point is to say Angels are bad. Twins should lock up the division at some point. This weekend, and then we'll yep. talk playoffs a little bit. Uh, Corey, while we got you in here, uh, Vikings predictions for the weekend. Let's go. I feel, oh, this is scary to say out loud. <laughs> I feel oddly confident in this oh, weekend's game. Oh, that's the kiss of death. The The Vikings host the Chargers, 11 o'clock pregame noontime kickoff on the Superstation K106 on Sunday. I don't know what it is. I am, I'm either as a Viking, like on my Vikings fan deathbed. Uh-huh. Or I'm gonna be right. I am weirdly confident. I'm either gonna f- gonna follow the light to my eternal resting place, <laughs> <laughs> or they're gonna win. I just I feel um, they're just I, they're just gonna win. They're just gonna win. I don't I don't know what it is. I can't pin it on anything. I don't. Other than the fact that they're better than seven turnovers in two games. Yeah. That's so. That's my answer. Vikings win. Vikings win. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as they clean up those turnovers. We had a full recap yesterday with Ian Rivers. Uh, he's a Chargers fan. He's talking a little bit about uh, these uh, things for the Chargers and what to expect from a Vikings perspective. And, yeah, we got to talk a little bit about that. You can go listen to that, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, or WadenaRadio.com to listen to yesterday's episode of the morning sports desk and hear what we had to say uh, about that and get a little preview of the Chargers. But for the Vikings, I think they're going to clean some things up. I know Dalton Reisner, the newly signed guard, I know they talked about, well, you know, he's probably not going to be able to play right away, to which I think he is going to play because, one, the Vikings did a little bit of gamesmanship against the Eagles, uh, listing two players that were active uh, that ended up not necessarily playing in the game. So I could see the Vikings telling the media he's not going to play, he's not going to play, and then at the very last second, shoehorn him in the lineup. I could see that happening. Uh, the second thing is also the Vikings signed this guy as a free agent to try and save their season a little bit, and you don't, like, if you go 0-3, then what's the point? You're never going to make the playoffs. So having, having him sit the bench in a do-or-die game even though he's not quite ready yet, if you feel like he can play at all, you you got to be able to do it. And as a guard, I know that there's some verbiage. I know there's some things that you have to do. But I think KOC should be able to scheme something up to allow him to come gently into the lineup at some point. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm like Corey. I think the Vikings weirdly win this game. I think them being at home helps out a lot. I think the Vikings having extra rest to try and play them because they played the Thursday night game. So they had a couple days to rest. They had a couple extra days to game plan for, uh, I'm going to call them San Diego until they win a playoff game until they actually do something relevant as the LA chargers. They're pretty much the San Diego chargers. So anyway, I think Vikings win. I think it's 37, 34, my final score. So when I say that the game's going to end like 10, three or something like that. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, September 22nd.